This episode is brought to you by Traveling Psychology Girl, where we declutter and organize your mind, home, and office. With Traveling Psychology Girl, it offers more services than just regular decluttering and organizing your home, but it offers services as in tutoring, garden prep, homestead startup, and overall just helping you balance your life and your mind. Visit www.travelingpsychologygirl.com for more details. A lot of interesting things have been happening lately around my property. I use interesting all the time, right? Because I do find a lot of things interesting. But I think over the next few podcasts, you're going to really see either just how interesting things really are or how country they really are. A couple of weeks ago, I was driving home. I was coming down the street, the, the actual street that I live on. And I saw coming down the street what I thought was a deer from a distance it's from a distance it looked like a deer and me and a couple of people pulled over you know off the road so that we could let the deer pass that is very common in Georgia we have a lot of deer I've talked about deer here on the podcast I have deer that come in my backyard a whole family of deer that come in my backyard so deer is very common right in most cities and states, deer are very common to see in the street. But as this animal got closer to me, my vehicle, and the person or two that was in front of me, I noticed that it was not a deer. <laughs> it was a goat. Yep. A goat. (laughs) A goat was running down the street. A goat. A whole goat. And I was in the car and I was like, oh, that's not a deer. That's a goat. True story. That is really a goat. And the goat would look like he was on a mission. He ran up in somebody's yard went in their back but he came all the way down the street ran up in someone's yard and uh, I I noticed that he didn't seem like he was afraid of traffic but he stayed he actually stayed off to the curb he never got in the middle of the street he was off to the curb running down the street and he looked like he was on a mission he looked like he knew where he was going and he was gonna get there it was a goat. I thought that was so funny. I, you know, I told my family, I was like, you never guess what I saw coming down the street. Because technically, I think in this area, unless you have two acres of land for our city ordinances. Now, you, if you have one acre, you technically could have a few, you know, you could have sheep. And you can have, you know, multiple goats and you will be fine. But... According to our ordinances, as far as I know, you have to have two acres of land before you can have a goat. I don't know where this goat came from. 
but um, I can tell you that at least on the side of the street that I live on, most people could possibly have two acres uh, because there is a lot of natural forest and we're in the woods. But you also, you know, on the podcast, you hear cars, you hear planes. Well, you hear planes regardless, but you hear cars because I'm still very close to the city. <laughs> so I told you I'm like 50 50. I'm 50% country, 50% city. So to see this, and this is like a, a main street for this community. So it's like to see this goat coming down the street was a little odd, you know, because we don't see that every day. It was a real goat. <laughs> so, of course, here I am going to talk about this goat on the podcast. Goat was very cute. My husband and I kind of want a goat. Um, but there are some things you need to know about goats, especially if you ever decide to get one. And we're kind of leaning more towards sheep. But I'm going to read today from a few websites. I'm going to talk a little bit about goats. So I'm going to dive right in. So this is coming from LiveScience.com. Say facts about goats. Goats are stout-bodied mammals with horns and cloven hooves. There are two types of goats. There are domesticated goats or farm goats and there are mountain goats mountain goats which live in steep rocky areas of northern of i'm sorry not northern but american northwest we actually have um stone mountain here in georgia and my husband says that he have seen mountain goats on the other side of Stone Mountain. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I've never seen them, but he swears by it. So it's very possible that there could be mountain goats on Stone Mountain. If you are from Georgia or you live in Georgia and you live in Stone Mountain, because it's actually a city called Stone Mountain, let me know. <laughs> Go over to encouragement from Kristen on Instagram and shoot me a DM and let me know if you know for sure that there are mountain goats on Stone Mountain. There are about 200 breeds of domestic goat. This is according to the uh, Smithsonian Institution. So the sizes vary greatly. Um, there are pygmy goats, Nigerian dwarf goats. Uh, I particularly like, I know them as um, Jacob goats, uh, but I particularly like those goats. Mountain goats are found on Rocky Mountains. We talked about that. Typically Alaska and Western Montana, uh, Central Idaho, South Dakota, Colorado, and Washington. It doesn't say Georgia, but again, if you know, if you've seen them, let me know. Goats are very social creatures. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. And live in groups called herds, which may contain as many as 20 goats in the wild, according to National Geographic. Mountain goats are most social during the winter and tend to go solo in the summer. In herds, they are, there is a dominant female throughout the year until mating season. Then the male, there is a male that becomes the dominant one. Goats are herbivores, so they only eat vegetation. Their favorite food is grass. Mountain goats also eat mosses and plants. Uh, 
domesticated goats will eat trash they'll eat out of the trash house plants or any other type of uh, food or whatever laying around goats grab food with their lips and bring it into their mouth this is according to Smithsonian the upper jaw is wider than the lower jaw so they can only use one side of their mouth to grind the food this causes the rotary movement that is seen when a goat chews even a cow okay goats like cattle have four stomachs okay four compartments in their stomach know that you get goat milk some people prefer goat milk over cow milk one of the reasons why i don't know if i want to go other than maintaining the forest in the back is i don't like goat milk i i actually like it but i don't like the aftertaste so it's like once i once i'm done drinking it i don't know i i can't get over the aftertaste so but i do give it oh i did give it to my puppy i have two dogs now i think i've talked about that we have ariel and aurora and aurora is at the time i'm recording this podcast 16 weeks old and um I have given her goat milk with her puppy food. Um, not so much more now, but when she was, you know, a little bit younger. So it is a little bit better and lighter on the stomach. A male goat is called a buck or a, bi- a billy. Um, if it's castrated, though, it's called a, a heifer. Well, I'm saying that the W could be silent, but it's, it may be weather. Female goats also called nannies or does. They give birth to one or two offspring in the spring after a gestation period of 150 to 180 days. The baby goats are called kids. Um, let's see. I want to talk a little bit about sheep. Podcast is more so about goats, but we are going to talk a little bit about sheep on here. So goats versus sheep, because some people don't know the difference. So goats and sheep are different species altogether. They have several physical and behavioral differences, which is going to tie into what we're going to talk about today. Um, Goats actually have 60 chromosomes, where sheep have 54. That's interesting, right? Um, Goats, their coats do not require shearing or combing, um, but sheep do. Mountain goats can jump. Matter of fact, all jump all goats are ad, very agile and they climb. So you might come home and your goat is up in a tree. They do climb trees. Go on YouTube or just Google it and you will see them hanging out in trees. That's kind of one thing that makes it kind of complicated to keep a goat. All right. If you just go to Google and put in difference between sheep and goats personality. It says sheep and goats usually exhibit different behavior. Goats are naturally curious and independent. While sheep tend to be more distant and aloof. Sheep have a stronger flocking instinct and become very agitated if they are separated from the rest of the flock. 
it is easier to keep sheep inside a fence than goats. Obviously, Mr. Goat running up the street. I wonder if, if his owner found him, by the way. I don't, I don't know. Let's see what else I have. I got quite a bit. Quite a bit on goats and sheep. So let's see. Said that their personality goats are usually considered more independent, curious, and troublesome. This is according to RuralLivingToday.com. They are troublesome because they love to explore. When goats eat, they are looking to eat from eye level and up, which is why they end up in trees, whereas sheep, they're on the ground. They're looking, they're eating and foraging off the ground. Goats are curious. They're very curious about their surroundings. They want to interact with their environment to a high degree. Hence the goat running down the street. He was very interested in his environment. They're very curious. I just said that. So if you have fencing up, a goat will find every loophole in the fence. They will, you know, if, if, it's, if there's a flaw, the goat will find it. That's something you also need to know should you decide to want a goat. Let's see what else. Sheep are generally easier to handle and more robust, robust than goats, but they don't provide the same kind of cleanup that goats can help with. Still, they handle cold weather better and don't get diseases as easily for hot and humid weather, though, goats may do a bit better. Sheep have a more difficult time cooling down because of their woolly coats, but you can help them through a well-timed shearing. So you would have to shear. If you got goats in the summertime here in Georgia, you definitely need to do that. They're both very smart animals. Many people want to know which animal is smarter when making their selection between a goat versus a sheep. Many people tend to assume that the sheep are less intelligent than goats because sheep exhibit what is known as flock behavior. We talked about that. Sheep act as a social group and their reactions are very, uh, very dependent on others in the flock, while goats tend to be more independent. Even when goats are grouped together, they will show individual curiosities. That said, sheep raised on their own or in pairs can often show just as much inquisitiveness as goats. Ultimately, the environment will decide this, so one animal is clearly smarter than the other. In the event of danger, your sheep are going to run. Which is why you have to be aware of that, right? So let's see what else I got here. QC Supply LLC. Let's see what they have to say. They got quite a bit. So let's see. Housing, sheep, and the fence. This is what I want to talk about. So fencing needs are different for those two backyard animals. We talked about this. Now, these animals are a little bit easier to have than, say, cows. Uh, if you're starting out, like if you have a homestead or you're starting up a homestead or farm, you want to start with some animals and, you know, you want to go a little bit further than chickens, then 
this would be ideal if you are considering doing that. A great type of fencing for sheep is smooth electric wire or non-electric woven wire. Goats, because they will challenge fencing, are able climbers and jumpers <laughs> require a little bit more thought. Even a little gap in your fence will be discovered by a curious goat. I've talked about that. Wood fencing, Stockdale panels, and chain link chain link fencing also can work well the main thing is to make the fence high enough to make sure your goat house is not near the fence if your goat house happens to be near your perimeter you'll want to climb they will want to climb so no you will want a climb proof roof to keep your goats grounded they will climb Another essential consideration is keeping predators away from your livestock. You do need to know that if you have these animals, you are, they're prone to bears, bobcats, coyotes would be in Georgia, the Atlanta area, Atlanta metro area, and even dogs will easily kill a sheep or a goat. Whatever fencing option you choose, make protection an equal consideration along with containment. So, hopefully you have a little bit of wisdom now on <laughs> maintaining a sheep or a goat. So, because goats have a tendency to be a little bit more curious than a sheep. When you hear about sheep in the Bible, you have a shepherd that goes out for the sheep and he will leave the 99 to go for the one in case the one somehow gets away from their flock. You have to go out. David was a shepherd boy. You have to go out and, you know, bring them back in. You have in the natural realm, you have sheep dogs. They're bred to herd your sheep into one area. Sheep are very easy to deal with that way, but not goats because they are so independent thinkers. And in the Bible, when we come back, I'll talk about when the um, shepherd separates the two. You separate the two because they have completely different behaviors. It's not because one is better than the other. But that goat is so much more independent and curious. Bless his little heart. So he's going to have the tendency to wonder. And so when I come back, I'm going to talk about how the shepherd has to separate the two after this message. All right, we are back and we are talking about goats versus sheep. And the differences, we talked about the differences between the two. Now we're going to go into scripture and see what the Bible has to say about goats and sheep. And there are multiple scriptures on this. But I'm going to stick with one particular story. I might touch on a few other scriptures, but I think I just really want to focus in on this one story. And this is how the Son of Man will judge all people. And so this is coming from the easy to read version, Matthew chapter 25. And we're going to read verses 31 through 46. And it reads, The Son of Man will come again with divine greatness, and all his angels will come with him. 
He will sit as king on his great and glorious throne. All the people of the world will be gathered before him. Then he will separate everyone into two groups. It will be like a shepherd separating his sheep from his goats. Taking note of verse 32. Verse 33, he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. We're going to talk about that in a minute. So to keep going, then the king will say to the godly people on his right, Come, my father has great blessings for you. The kingdom he promised is now yours. It has been prepared for you since the world was made. It is yours because when I was hungry, you gave me food to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I had no place to stay, you welcomed me in your home. When I was without clothes, you gave me something to wear. When I was sick, you cared for me. When I was in prison, you came to visit me. Then the godly people will answer, Lord, did you see you? When did we see you hungry and give you food? When did we see you thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you with no place to stay and welcome you into our home? When did we see you without clothes and give you something to eat? When did we see you sick or in prison and cared for you? Verse 40. Then the king will answer, the truth is, anything you did for any of my people here, you also did for me. Then the king will say to the evil people on his left, referring to the goats, get away from me. God has already decided that you will be punished. Go into the fire that burns forever, the fire that was prepared for the devil and his angels. You must go away because when I was hungry, you gave me nothing to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me nothing to drink. When I had no place to stay, you did not welcome me in your home. When I was without clothes, you gave me nothing to wear. When I was sick and in prison, you did not care for me. Verse 44, then those people will answer, Lord, when do we see you hungry or thirsty? When do we see you without a place to stay? When did we see you without clothes or sick in prison? When did we see any of this and not help you? Verse 45, the king will answer, the truth is anything you refuse to do for any of my people here, you refuse to do it for me. Then these evil people will go away to be punished forever. But the godly people will go and enjoy eternal life. This is a parable, but it makes a very significant point. Let's go back up to verse 32 and 33. All the people of the world will be gathered before him. Talking about the day of judgment. Then he will separate everyone into two groups. It will be like the shepherd separating the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep, well, 33 on his his left or his right and the goats on his left. Anytime the Bible says the right hand, that's that's like the good thing. You you um, and think of it as most people are right-handed. No, no, there's nothing against left-handed. I'm just saying, it's the people on his right is always good. The Father Jesus Christ sits at the right hand of the Father. So the people that are on the right are the sheep. 
The people on the left are the goats. In the natural, goats are not bad, okay? Don't think, oh my God, I went out and got a sheep and a goat and now the Lord doesn't want me to have a goat. That's not what he's saying. But think about He's using this as a parable to people in general, people. He's using the sheep and the goat as a parable. And the point that he's making is you have to look at the personality of a sheep and a goat. Naturally, there's nothing wrong with a sheep or a goat. There's nothing wrong with having a sheep or a goat. The parable is look at the behavior. You have this goat that is so independent this goat running down the street, he done got away from his safety zone. He done came out of the will of the Lord, okay? He, the will of the Lord is in his backyard, fenced up. But he found a way out because he's so curious and independent and nosy and destructive. He found a way out. Sheep, on the other hand, they tend to listen to the shepherd. They wander away, they're frightened, they're scared. They didn't mean to wander away. They want to get whipped back into shape. Not a goat. A goat is an independent thinker. This is not saying if you are an independent thinker, something is wrong with you. The Lord is making a point here that in the Bible, when it comes time for judgment, you will have those people that act like goats. They don't do anything for the father, meaning his people. Or people they're in they're so independent that they're so they're so independent they don't need God they don't need to be whipped into shape they want to do it their own way they doing it their own way but the people on the right are like sheep they want to do it God's way they want to be ordered by the steps of the Lord they're whipped into shape they're humble. The sheep is more humble. My husband always says, well, goats buck at you, <laughs> but sheeps are humble. It's because the goat don't really want to be ruled by the shepherd. Really? The goat want to do its own thing. The goat that was running down the street, even though he seemed to know where he was going and he was walking on the curve, his life was still in danger. He was away from his shepherd. Whoever his shepherd is on my street, he got away from his shepherd. And here he is running toward traffic. And what would have happened if that sheep or if that goat rather had gotten hit by a car? It ran away from the master. It ran away from the shepherd doing its own thing, being independent. I can do it my way. As opposed to stand in the safety of the Lord. The safest place to be is in the will of the Lord. The sheep is not trying to go away from the shepherd. The goat don't care. That's the difference. And so the Lord is comparing people to goats and sheep. So, or goats and sheep. Oh, that sounds real country. Sheeps. Sorry to plural. Goat, goats and sheep. That's all this is. So if somebody is in need of something and you don't give it to them, even if they ask for it and you have it and you choose not to give, you a goat. You on the left side of God. This is so pertinent because I don't like using myself as an example. But um, I was I'm, I'm working with a particular company. 
a contract. It's a contract position. Um, what I'm doing for this company, I do within my business. But I'm working with this company and my assignment is over um, in another week. And one of the employees got mad at me. And truthfully, I really don't know why they mad. I can kind of guess, but I don't really know why they mad. I just know that they were always talking to me and all of a sudden they stopped talking to me. Now, um, I won't get into all the details of what happened, but I have treated this person the same. I've never acted any different, but all week long, this person normally will bring me uh, a Gatorade so that, you know, we have Gatorades at the shop, the, the work area that we're in. And this person will always bring me a Gatorade. Well, all week, this person is upset with me. They've not said anything to me. They've not come to me to talk to me about whatever they think they upset with me for. Okay, so that's the first problem. Because <laughs> if you have ought with somebody, you really need to talk to them. It may not even be as serious as you think it is. If you talk to that person, you work it out, you're like, oh, okay, well, it was a misunderstanding. Or, okay, you said your piece, I said my piece, let's move on. But this person did not do that. So this person is upset for whatever reason and they have decided they are no longer bringing me Gatorade which is fine that's okay you don't have to bring me <laughs> you don't have to bring me no Gatorade but the person will bring me Gatorade every day because I like the Gatorade so the person will bring me Gatorade every day so this person um there was a few times I the the before I knew the before I knew the person was not talking to me I was wondering why the person was acting strange and then I found oh they're not talking to me oh why don't really know okay but they're not talking to me so the person I asked for a Gatorade that day the first day and the person just completely ignored me completely we're the only two people in the room I'm talking the person turns around walks away completely ignored me then every day after that the person brings getaway gives it to everybody in the room except for me they go out their way to make sure everybody have a getaway except for me okay <laughs> this is so petty okay i'm like i'm in my 40s y'all so this is so petty this is this is so petty but the point that i'm making is I was sitting down, I think my last day this week, I was sitting down and as I was, you know, finishing up and getting ready to leave, this scripture came to my mind because what does this say? Let's go back. Then the king would say to the godly people on the right, nope, let's actually go down to verse 41. Then the king will say to the evil people on the left, get away from me. God already decided that you will be punished. Go into the fire, burn forever, blah, blah, blah. So 42, you must go away because when I was hungry, you gave me nothing to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me nothing to drink. I'm not saying this person going to hell, okay? The Lord wishes that none would perish. This person is not saved, but... I thought about this scripture. When I was thirsty, you gave me nothing to drink. Well, if the Lord has said that to that person, then that person would then say, verse 44, Lord, the latter part, Lord, when did you see me hungry or thirsty? Did, when did I see you hungry or thirsty? 
Well, then the Lord says, if you see, if you turn these people down, basically, then you turn me down. That is so powerful because then that makes me wonder, have I turned somebody down? Will I make sure I don't turn nobody down? If I know somebody is hungry, I'm not in and I have it to give. If I don't feed that person, then come the time of judgment, the Lord is going to say, you saw me hungry and then, but you didn't feed me. And then I'm going to go back and say, well, when did I see you hungry? Well, you saw me hungry when you refused that person. You didn't give that person something to eat. What you did to them, you were doing to me. And this is the parable. This is the point that the Lord is making. It's the simple things, y'all. It's the simple things. It's petty. It's a getaway. It's petty. But this person has gone out of their way to be Henri to be me have never said anything to me about whatever the situation is whatever they're upset with me about it could be logical but the person has not come to me because I can tell you it's a misunderstanding so the person has not come to me but they have deliberately gone out of the way to be ugly and that person will be judged. That is the behavior of the goat that the Lord is talking about. So make sure that when people are in need or they desire something, even if you're upset, you have to think, if I'm doing it to them, I'm doing it to the least of them, right? If I'm, if I'm doing this to them, I'm doing it to God. What you've done to me, you did to the least of them. Is it really worth your salvation? Is it really worth... I mean, if you're living right and you make this mistake, you ain't going to go to hell because you made this mistake. But it is possible that you would lose rewards. And we want our rewards in heaven. So make sure that you take the time to check yourself. Don't operate in pettiness. When you don't give somebody something, they're hungry, you don't feed them, you don't give them something to drink, you don't give them a place to stay, you got five bedrooms, you live in a house by yourself, you won't let nobody come in and stay with you. I mean, you, you, you see the person that need clothes, you got a whole bunch of clothes you don't even wear. You see the person was sick, but you didn't care for them. You knew they didn't have nobody at home to take care of them, okay? They hurt themselves, you don't even call and check on them because you busy, even the people that go to prison, there is love for people that are in prison. The person that is in prison, you didn't visit them. When you do these things, you do it to the Lord too. And sometimes we get caught up in all of the other commandments. We get caught up in everything else that we forget these things and we don't think about these things. So my saying and point to you today is don't have the behavior of a goat have the behavior of a sheep don't be a goat on the loose in need of a shepherd don't do it so i hope you enjoyed the podcast today i hope you're somewhat entertained by all of these things i'm experiencing around my house (laughs) 
(laughs) I got more to share, believe me. So far, this episode has about 23 episodes and it keeps coming, okay? It just keeps going and going and going. There's so many things to talk about. So I cannot wait to come back next week and give you more. I hope you continue to stay tuned and enjoy. Tell a friend, subscribe, subscribe to the channel and please check out encouragement from Kristen. I'm trying my best to to do better about posting things that I talk about. I did not get a chance to get a picture of the goat, so I probably won't post a goat. But I did post a picture of the jellyfish. If you listen to the episode on Wednesday, I had a special guest. And it was a, it's a student of mine in my dance class. And also, she's like a niece to me. And she was so willing to come on the podcast and talk about a cannonball jellyfish that she walked upon on the beach and it's a very short episode please go back and listen to that and be supportive of her her name is journey taylor and uh she's just such a sweetheart and um i did post a picture of the jellyfish on the website or on the instagram page so go check it out but otherwise please subscribe and please tell all your friends about the podcast and have them come on and take a listen and anytime you have questions or you want to comment about what you heard on the podcast today dm me on encouragement from Kristen. god bless you thank you again for listening to encouragement from Kristen's backyard Hi, this is Kristen, and thank you so much for listening to Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. You know, the Bible says in John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You know, maybe after listening to the podcast, if you are not saved, you're thinking, I would love to give my life to Christ. If so, All you have to do is confess your sins to him, ask him to forgive you, and he will, and then say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And you know what? It is done. You are saved. If you enjoy listening to the podcast and want to follow me on social media, I am at three different places on Instagram. You can follow me at KB Simple Life, Encouragement from Kristen, or my business page, Traveling Psychology Girl. Thank you so much for listening and supporting what I'm doing here. God bless you. God bless you. And I will be with you next time.